majesty enough. Master of the universe. The defeated champion of the world. The supreme ruler of the universe. The one who makes and no one can undone. The one where the closest no one can open. You are the only tree that makes a forest. The only egg that can break a mountain apart. Awesome God. Mighty God. Glorious God. Wonderful Father. Loving God, Waymaker, Miracle Walker, you are the Lion of the tribe of Judah. You are the beginning, you are the end. You are the all-sufficient. El Shaddai is your name. Mighty God is your name. Onishayanu is your name. Arubuojo is your name. King of all the earth is who you are. We celebrate you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We gather at your feet. Because there is nothing you cannot do. There is nothing you cannot change. There is nothing you cannot turn around. We thank you because today, your power is here to do wonderful things for us. And we will return all the glory back to you. Thank you for this healing touch service. Thank you for the healing testimonies we got in the first service. And we thank you for the many more testimonies that will abound in this second service. No man can do anything except it be you. So you are the doer. We are only a vessel. So Father, flow in this service with your power. Let your kingdom come in this service. Come Holy Spirit. We celebrate you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Shout a louder amen somebody. Put those hands together for the King of glory. You may now please be seated. Say with me, he's a wonderful God. Shout it loud, he is a wonderful God. Say, I serve a living God. You know, there's a song that says, I serve a living God, oh, even the devil knows. Say, not true. Oh. I serve a living God. Everybody say now you did it. Hey, your God, your God. I serve a living God. Even the devil say now to I serve a living God. Everybody knows. Say now you did it. Hey, I serve a living God. Oh, 
Jesus, you may please the seat. Wow, that devil is in trouble. I said, That devil is in what trouble. Magic, uh, Revelation chapter 19, verse 10. Revelation chapter 19, verse 10. Because God is about to do something great for you in this service, it says, And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See that thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren, 
that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. Worship God. Then he said, after you worship, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. After every worship, testimony follows. Your testimony is guaranteed in this service. I said your testimony is guaranteed in this service. Said the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So when we share testimonies, what we are doing is that we are prophesying also. You know, the Hebrew word for testimony is actually means do it again. To do it again. To do it again. So testimony means whenever you are sharing testimony, God is going to do, he's showing you what he will do again. He's, going, he's showing you what he's going to do again. It's prophetic. It is prophetic. Today, he's going to do it again. Amen. I said he's doing it again. Amen. You know, last Sunday after the service, some people sent me messages. And I appreciate those of you who take our time to testify. You know, it's always good to give testimony. After service, send your messages. Send it to our WhatsApp group, our number. Social media handle, those of you who have my number, send it to me. I appreciate it because it's, it's, it's bringing glory to God. Somebody said after the Sunday service last week, he sent me a message. He said, good evening, sir. Thank you for today's service. It was awesome and impeccable. Now I am delivered from the shackles of ignorance. I can now confidently rule and dominate the affairs of my life. And reign, and reign over this world from the revelation and insight I received from today's service. God bless you, man of God. God is also going to send your own word to you in this service. Amen. In the book of Psalm 107, it says, sent his word and his word healed them and delivered them. So today's healing touch service, God is sending your own word to you. I said, God is sending your own word to you. Amen. Somebody else sent me a message from Abelkota. He said, good afternoon, sir. Because I told the person to join online. He said, good afternoon, sir. I want to say a big thank you for today's, for today's teaching, sir. I am fully healed. I was at the chair. Couldn't move. But by the grace of God, I stand up straight. Without back pain, I give God the glory. I give God the glory. I give today anyone that also need healing in this service, the healing power of God is flowing to you. Anything that represents back pain, spinal cord issues in your life is gone right now in the name of Jesus. Now, when you hear testimony, he's telling you what God wants to do. Testimonies are prophetic. Sound say, please look into my sound system, please. That's in place. Something is not going right. Testimonies are what? Prophetic. It, they are prophetic. They are telling you and testifying of what God wants to do. Anyone call sick in this service, even if you are joining online, the power of God is flowing to you. Yeah. I said that power is flowing to you. Yeah. Our God reigns over sickness. He has come to destroy the works of darkness. Amen. Now, let's go into the word. Operating in the supernatural. Operating in the supernatural. 
The first thing I would like us to note, the supernatural is that which is beyond natural. Supernatural is that one which defines the false logic. When we talk about supernatural, we are saying something that is not explainable by the laws of men. When we talk about the supernatural, is that which is, you know, you can't just explain it. You can't explain it. You can't explain it. You can't explain it. Our God is a supernatural God. God does not live in heaven. Because in the beginning, God created the heaven. So if he created the heaven, he must be outside of the heaven. God is manifested in heaven, but he does not live in heaven. God is beyond heaven. That is what the Bible says. Jesus rose above all heavens, far above all, 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 all. So no one can fully grasp the fullness of God. No one. No one can fully grasp. The heaven cannot even contain the mightiness of God. Now, when you are a child of God, the Bible says you are born of the Spirit of God. John chapter 3, verse 3. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In other words, the kingdom of God is a realm that is only available to those who have experienced the new birth in Christ. Is it remains invisible to the carnal man. That is why the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 6, it said, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So the carnal man cannot receive from God the things of God, for their foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So the kingdom of God is spiritually discerned. The day you became born again, you were born of the spirit of God. Even though you are in this world, you are not of this world. Those of you who are joining online, I, I thank you. For joining, I want to share the link and invite your friends to join you. Take away every form of distraction right now. For God is with you where you are right now. So pay attention and follow and the Lord bless you greatly. Amen. For they are spiritually discerned. So the day you became born again, the Bible says in John chapter 3, then verse 5, He that is born of the flesh is flesh. Now, you used to be born of the flesh. Your mother gave birth to you as a natural human being. But there is another birth that took place, which is called the new birth, the spiritual birth. So the Bible says, he that is born of the flesh is flesh. So you are now, we call you Tosi, Jegede. We say, oh, Jegede, Jegede is the family you came from. We call you this. Those are your earthly lineage. But the day you became born again, you entered into an heavenly lineage. It is called being born of the Spirit. Being born of the Spirit. 
being born of the spirit. So he that is born of the spirit is spirit. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. After our likeness. John chapter 4, the Bible says, God said, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So if you want to experience God, you must be conscious of your spiritual lineage. You must be conscious of your spiritual identity as a child of God. You must go and say to yourself, even though I was born in this family, I am not of this family. So, my family may be a family where diabetes has been reigning. But for me, the day I became born again, I am now born of the spirit. That diabetes is not permitted to kill me, to reign over my own life. Do you know that there are some diseases that are peculiar to families? When you go to doctors with some diseases, they say, no, they say this thing, this kind can be traced to a family line. Somebody in your family must have had it. It may even not be somewhere, somewhere down the line. Say, this kind comment not bought by family lineage. But the day you became born again, you can say concerning you, it will not happen. Your own case is different. Your case is different. Why? Because it that is born of the spirit is what? Spirit. But you see, when you don't know who you are, the Bible says you will die like a normal man. Those who know their God shall be strong. But those who don't know him, they remain weak. They remain weak. You know something I love about the Bible? In James chapter 4, it says, resist the devil. Stop the devil. Resist. It means that if you don't tell the devil to stop, he will stop. <laughs> the devil does not know bus stop. You are the one that says to say to yourself, enough is a no. Satan, stop now. Stop now. He does not know children, he does not know adults. Satan kills anybody he can kill. He will move it like about like a lion. Second home he may devour is wow, witness, wow, witness, wow, witness, wow. And he will be killing them one after the other. But you can look and say, hey, 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 hey. Now, do you know what happens? What is it? Resist him! How do you resist him? Now, if you don't know who you are, can you stand in front of a lion? No, can you stand in front of a lion? What will you do naturally when you see a lion? Is it not to run? Is it not to run? Yeah. So it takes an informed mind an awareness of who you are for you to say something coming like a lion. I say, Who are you? Where are you coming to? Do you know who you are coming to meet? Do you know who you are coming to meet? No, 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 no. Out. Now, do you know that anytime you stood your ground, the game changes. A child of God is supposed not to be in defensive mode. We are supposed to be in an offensive mode. The devil does not respect those who are in defensive mode. You wait for the thing to happen before you start praying. Sickness comes, then you pray. Disease comes. What if it never comes? What if it keeps it from happening in the first place? 
So the Bible says in James chapter 4, it says, resist the devil. The moment you know who you are and begin to say to yourself, my case is different. No way. My own case is different. When you begin to resist that devil, do you know what the Bible says? You become a terror to the devil himself. But he shall flee. Go and look for the definition of flee. Flee means to run away from danger. Flee means to run away from danger. Who is not the danger? The devil sees you as a danger to him. Hey, this one, he knows his right to. Demon! Demon of cancer, you are going there. That you will regret. Why? Demon, what are you going to do there? No! Danger! Have you seen? You know, those of us who have electric wires in our house, you see, one of the things you must do when you have electric wires in your house is that you must put it a touch knot. You put danger there. Danger. If you touch it, you go There is no English word. You go That's why I remember when I was installing one, they said, you must, you must always put it there according to, if you don't put it there and someone, something happens, they, they will sue you. But once you put it there and they see it and you then go and touch it, you are on your own. Do you understand what it means? Now, the same thing. Anyone that is aware of who he is, that I am a child of God, in the realm of the spirit, then in the, you have an identity. And the Bible wrote it. I said, touch not my anointed and do my prophet. You become a touch not zone. A touch not zone. Legally, the angels write it, touch and die. Satan, you touch this one, you die. So when the devil sees that, you know what he does? He sends new recruit demons to that one. Demons that the devil wants to punish, he sends them to this one. Say, go ahead. Because he knows that you are a danger. You are a danger. It is time you become aware of who you are in Christ. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 4, look at it. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Ye might partake. I should begin to declare I am a child of God. I am the apple of God's eyes. Thus hear the Lord, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Far above all principalities, far above all powers, far above the rulers of darkness. You are not bragging. When you begin to declare your identity, you are writing in the realm of the spirit. If they born you were Satan, I know so you are a pastor. Come here. Bible says the devil will look at you and say he will flee. He will say, nah, that's danger, man. There's one cartoon you need to call it. I said, danger, man. So the, I did that. You, you watch cartoon when you are small. You remember that cartoon? Danger, man. Danger mouse. Uh -huh. Now it's now danger, man. Me, you are just telling me it's danger mouse. You know, has, have you still been there before that you are singing a song where you just put your own words where you don't know the thing? <laughs> Am I the only one? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not the only one. If I, a lot of us, there are plenty, so you just put the thing there so that the thing can flow. <laughs> the devil sees you as a danger, but you must, for you to be a danger to the devil, you must know who you are in Christ Jesus. Is somebody with me? Who are you? 
That is the beginning of your victory in Christ. Matthew chapter 7. If ye then been evil know how to give good gift unto your children, how much more shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that are your father? You must know that you are a child of God. Today in this healing service, in this healing service, you must know that healing is your heritage in Christ. God loves to heal. God loves to heal. So you must, when you are praying for healings, Jesus said, we cannot give what belongs to the children to dogs. He will say that healing belongs to the children. But most of us don't know that we have the nature of God in us. We have the nature of God in us. Who are you? You see, knowing who you are in God is the beginning of your victory over every works of Satan. You must know who you are. Declare your identity. Like I used to tell you, you cannot stop the devil from roaring, but you can stop him from biting. You can stop him from biting. You can stop him from biting. Even Jesus did, could not stop the devil from coming into the garden to tempt him, but he refused to fall. It, Jesus, the devil came. But the outcome of the battle depends on you knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. You must know who you are. You are a child of God. You are a spirit being. In every, every living thing bears after their own kind. God gave birth to us in his own order. You are a spirit being. Children of God, I want us to begin to become more aware and see ourselves the way God sees us. Who are you? Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. Matthew 16, verse 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? He wanted to say, Who do men say I am? You see, because he knows that for anything to take place, they must be able to have the right revelation of him. They must see him the way in his true nature. He asked them, then he said, and they said, some say thou art John the Baptist. Some say that you are Elisha. Some say you are Jeremiah, one of the prophets. Verse 15. He said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? Whom say ye that I am? Then verse 16. And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art, look at the revelation now. Thou art what? Thou art what? The Christ. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now look at it. That revelation that Jesus, everything about you is about the anointing. You are more than a man. The Spirit of God is upon you. You You have the Spirit. You are the Christ. Christ is not his son name. Christ means the anointed. The anointed. It's not the son name of Jesus. They are anointed. They are the one that has been smeared with the oil of the spirit. The one that the spirit of God has rested upon. It's not his son name. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Then look at it. And I say, and I say unto, also unto thee, now that you know who I am. He said, thou art Peter, upon this rock I will build my church. Now, people, people often say that they, uh, upon Peter will he build the church. No, that's not what they say. Say, you, Peter, let me say this to you. 
said, oh, your name is Peter, right? That's what it means. Your name is Peter. I said, yes, sir. Now, upon this rock, which rock? The rock here means the revelation. Upon this revelation of Christ, 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 I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Pause there. Without a revelation of who you are in Christ Jesus, the gate of hell will constantly prevail against you. This explains why so many children of God are walking in defeats. They carry big Bible, but their problem is bigger than their Bible. Big, the bigger the Bible sometimes, the bigger the problem. They go to church every week, never missing a service. But there is nothing about Christ that is reflected. Because you see, even the way they talk, the way they act, does not show they know who they are. It doesn't show who they know. He said, once you know that I am Christ, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. The devil prevails when we don't know who we are. He, he has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He destroys, he kills, he steals from those who don't know who they are. So the gates of hell shall not prevail. Today, you are taking back your position in Christ. Today, you are taking back your position in Christ. So up, the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. Then look at it. And I will give unto thee, after that revelation, I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. You see, keys gives you access to things. Have you ever been there that you, you misplaced the key to your house? Do you realize that that door that you normally enter without knowing becomes big to you? If you have ever tried to open a padlock or tried to force your way to your house without the key, you know that it becomes a struggle. Without the keys, Christianity becomes a struggle. I said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. You see, the keys of the supernatural is founded on the revelation of knowing who you are in Christ Jesus. You cannot walk in the supernatural. You cannot experience the supernatural without first knowing who you are. You are a child of God. You are a spirit being. God is in you. The greater one is inside of you. You are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Now look at it now. And after he has that keys of the kingdom, say, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth, you're not saying that now you are now taking charge. God, when you are in Christ Jesus, you are supposed to take charge. Take charge. You get to your place of work. They, you know, they said, you know, there was a guy, he went to go and serve in a, an organization. He got there. They said, This place you have come to serve, the company is folding up. He said, No, not when I'm here. He said, Not when I am here. I have come, the kingdom of God has come. This place cannot fold up. And he led the organization in three days fasting and prayer. He said, even if you don't fast, I will fast for you. But they joined him. He said, this, I am here. I am an ambassador. How can the, Jesus be in a boat and it will sink? It's not possible. So after three days, the fortune of that organization turned around. Everything turned around. When his service year was over, they refused to let him go. He said, no. We don't want to fold up. <laughs> you must remain here. 
I, when I said that, I had goosebumps. I don't know who you are. But you are going through a season of struggle. You know, when I just said that, I felt something unusual after I said that. You are going through a season of intense struggle. But hear what the word of the Lord is saying. Your season of turnaround has come. Yeah. Yeah. The minute I finished that line, I felt something on my head. That means what I laughed about, that's my interpretation, is somebody's reality. Now listen to me. If what I just said is the reality of your business or your career, today, God is giving you a turnaround. Today, God is giving you a turnaround. Today, God is giving you a turnaround. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Receive it now in the name of Jesus. Receive it, turn around now in the name of Jesus. Instead of going down now, there's going, going up. Three things that robs us of the reality of our divine identity or divine nature. There are things that robs us of the reality of our divine nature. Number one, ignorance. Ignorance. My people are destroyed. For lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed. For lack of knowledge. Destruction reigns. When we don't know who we are. We beg. When we need to take authority. Some time ago. I think we went for an. A ret um, this Easter thing we do in church. Sometimes so we, we used to do in church. Um, what do we picnic? Is that picnic or something? So we had to cross an island. We had to cross an island. You know, we went to Badagri side. So, so we, we we went to the slave port. Then we crossed the, the 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 water to get to the beach. So all of us had to use um, some boats. Then, I think on the sea, whilst we're on the water, I think I, I don't know whether it was something that the one of the children or somebody was saying. Uh, then someone says, Shut up! Let us leave this water before you start singing that one. <laughs> we are on top of the. Don't joke with mommy water. What if mommy water go? We are on top of water. You are saying mommy water power power. What kind of talking? At least let us leave the water. When we get to that, we'll sing that one. <laughs> well, you see, you are, it's a dangerous joke. You don't joke with mommy water when you are talking about you know. <laughs> You want me with that to this? I come out. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, that is oh, the reality of some believers. The devil backs with sickness. Doctor says everything is over. And you too, you say it is over. Who has the final say? Was the doctor there when God created you? Was it the doctor that formed you in your mother's womb? You take it back and say, no. Unless God says it's over, I refuse to believe any other result. People will look at you and say, yeah, yeah, you are forming level. Who, who should form level if not you? Who should form level if not you? Is somebody with me? 
Healing is our heritage. Healing, God has never blessed anybody with sickness. Sickness is not a blessing. Some will even quote some scripture. Then what about Paul? Paul said, eh, God gave me a thorn in my flesh uh, as, as a, 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 a spirit of energy, as a thorn in my flesh. Listen to me. Let's even say what you are saying is true. But at, if you read the entire passage, Paul said, because of the abundance of revelation that was given to me, then God gave me a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, so that I will not be full of myself. Now, listen to me. The Paul never said it's sickness, but let's even say, according to you, that was sickness. But what about the thing that happened before the sickness came? Paul said, because of the abundance of what? Revelation. And what was that? Paul raised the dead. You, have you raised the dead? Paul healed the sick. Have you healed the sick? He opened the eyes of the blind man. He cast out demons. So for you to even say God gave you sickness as a sign of punishment, you must have even experienced the miracles that Paul experienced. You must, be at the, you must have written the books that Paul wrote. You have not written one book. You are saying that. How can God drop the process? No, what kind of God is that? He's the only one that said that, but there were a lot of things he had done before then. Do you know one of the reality today? The Bible says that the enemy knows how to deceive. Do you know even one deceived that we Christians have been made to deceive, to be deceived by the devil, that we cannot live in divine health? Most of us have been scammed by the devil that we cannot live in divine health. So we have accepted the reality that divine health is not possible. But if you believe that you can live in divine health, of course, the devil will roar. But if you stand your ground and say, I'm going to celebrate 40 years of no sickness, 15 years of not taking a drug, 16 years of no, if you begin to believe, dare to believe in order to see the, God, the move of God in your life. Kenneth Egan celebrated one time 40 years of not taking any form of aspirin. 40 years of sickness free. He said, but does that mean that there have not been times I've been trying, I've been afflicted. He said several times, but I stood my ground that sickness is cursed and I am blessed. So it has no place in my body. Second thing that rose out of our, of our divine identity is human orientation. Human orientation. John chapter 20 verse 29 says, Thus saith unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Because you can see me now, you believe. Then he said, Blessed are they that do not see or have not seen and yet believed. Blessed are they who do not see it physically, but they believed. You see, most of us will have been held bound by the five senses. The sense of hearing, seeing, touching, feeling, and then what's the last of touching, hearing, tasting. So anything that is not real to these five senses, we don't believe is true. But I submit to you, there is a sixth sense. There is a sense. He that must worship God must worship him not by tasting, by hearing, by feeling, by touching, but must worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. The sixth sense is the sense of faith. And the just shall live by his faith. 
Abacus 2, 4, Abacus 4, 2, either of them. The just shall live by his faith. The just shall not by the five senses, but by his faith. The faith realm is what God has called you and I to live in. The faith realm. The faith realm. And to him that believe, all things are possible. The faith realm. The faith realm is the word realm. Where you take hold of the word of God and say to yourself, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I am healed. And you believe it. Despite contrary evidence to that effect. The faith realm, you take hold of this word and say, My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. But after you said that, you look into your account. Day one, nothing is there. Day two, nothing is there. But you say, No, I believe. Blessed are they that believe, that do not see but believe. Blessing follows those who operate in the sixth realm. When you begin to operate in that sixth realm, you cannot see it, but you believe. You cannot hear it, but you believe. You, you, you just believe. It's the realm of performance. Luke chapter 1, verse 45. Luke chapter 1, verse 45. The angel, look at what the angel said to Mary. He said, that to, the blessed is the one that believes. She he said, there shall be a performance of those things which were spoken. Performance of those things which were told out from the Lord. And blessed is she that believed. What did she believe? She believed that she doesn't need to sleep with a man before she can conceive. Oh, do you know how foolish that was? It defies the law of nature. It defies the law of biology. The angel said that the only ghost will come to you. She doesn't even know what the only ghost is. A 16 year old girl. And she said, no. And she said, the only ghost will come to you. The power of the most high will overshadow you. And that thing you shall call, shall be called the only child of God. You mean I will have pregnancy without knowing my husband? He said, yes. He said, okay. Be it unto me according to your word. And he said, now you have entered the realm of performance. You see, if you want to see the supernatural, you must believe the word. That is when heaven can perform things in your life. The realm of performance is the realm you run with the word. 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 Last week, Sunday, I was about to come for the service when I put a call to the, to the brother that was not in Lagos. And I said, I, want, I know you have been sick for some time. But can you join this service online? It's a miracle service. Join. No, I said, can you come for the service? He said, no, I'm not in Lagos. I said, then join online. He said, I will join online. I think he was even the one I said to join online. Immediately after the service, it was when he sent me that message. That I, I, he was watching online when he said, he stood up from the chair. He said, all pain gone. That's what I read. I read that message because I want to avoid the sin of exaggeration. That's why I read it. He said, I stood up, all pain gone. All pain gone. All pain gone. But somebody else could have said, oh, the Pastor is just looking for somebody to make online audience. Pastor is just looking for somebody to join. Open God. There is no distance in the realm of the Spirit. Believe the word. Run with the word. You chew the word. Put the word in your mouth. Stay with the word. Don't follow what you are. You know, there are times you are finished being prayed for like this. When you've been finished praying for, it's like nothing has changed. Everything is still the same. 
The, the pain is still there. Everything is still there. But have you forgotten? Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. But nothing changed. But as they went, as you keep confessing the word over that situation, as they went, one of them, they did not even knew when the change took place. You, you only confess it for one day and you say it's not working. You confess the word for one week and you say it's not working. The violent take at it by force. The man of God said, you must, if you do not let your problem rest, your problem will give you rest. And I believe it. If you don't let that problem rest, that problem will give you rest. Don't let your problem rest until your problem gives you rest. You are giving up too much. You will not wake up in the hour of the night and declare the word and go back to sleep. Say, no. Things are changing. Things are changing. I believe the word. Even though what I'm seeing is the Red Sea, but I believe I'm going to get to the other side. Things are changing. Things are changing. Violent faith. Violent faith. Take it by force. Jesus said to that woman, you are not going to get healing in this place because you are a stranger. And, we can, and Jesus just said, we cannot give you the food that belongs to the children to the dog. The woman said, you don't know me. Oh God, Jesus. I'm not coming here to joke. <laughs> he said, even the crumbs on the floor, the dogs will eat it. Let me just take the crumbs. And Jesus, I have not seen such a faith before. A faith that refused to give up on God. Today, Whatever is called sickness is not living here with you. Amen. Some of you are getting a miracle. Let me tell you the major difference between healing and miracle, really. Healing comes to fix what is in existence. Healing comes to repair. It comes to fix, comes to make all. Now, miracle also does the same thing, but goes a step further. Miracle comes to create things that is not even there. So healing means that my womb is not working well. So this part is ruptured. Something is wrong. This healing repairs it. And, but miracle says, I have no womb. Then you are now conceived without womb. Do you see the difference? So miracle is creative in nature. Today, you see, some of you, your problem is not healing. Some of you, what you need is a miracle. God is giving it to you. Amen. I said, if you believe your amen will catch fire. God is giving it to you. I said, God is giving it to you. I want you to believe. Why? Because you are a child of God. Which of you, even some of you now, if you hear the cry of your parents, your children there, you can leave this place and go there. That you just hear the cry of your parents, your children, I mean, you can go there. Why do you think God will want you to suffer? No, what kind of father is that? What kind of father wants you to suffer like that? No. Don't take suffering as an, as an answer. God does not want you to suffer. Today, anything that is causing suffering in your life is over forever in the name of Jesus. John chapter 5, the man was there for 38 years. And Jesus came to him and said, do you want me to make you old? He, do you know what he said? He said, there is no man to help me. There is no man to help me. John chapter 5. He said, there is no man to help me, to carry me to the water when it is stirred up. And Jesus said, you see, you are looking up to man too much, but you are not looking up to God. 
Jesus is standing here and you are still talking about what man has said or done. Let me say this to you. In this life, there are levels of situation that the help of man becomes useless. Man is limited, but God is unlimited. It is only God that is unlimited in his resources. That is why David said, I will lift up my hands unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. There is always a place man can go, but they can't pass there. But God, where man finished their own, that's where my father have just started. Who created man? No, who created the legal system? Who created medicine? Everything is subject to our God. Peter said, I have toyed all night and caught. No, there is even a place, you yourself, your connection becomes useless. What you know becomes irrelevant. Money becomes useless. But God said, go back. He said, nevertheless, by your word. Can you feel the word? No. Can you say the word? No. Can you touch the word? No. Can you smell the word? No. Can you hear the word? But he just acted. And blessed is he that do not see, but believe. Hallelujah. When you are acting on the word, that is the realm of supernatural. People will laugh at you, but you say God will celebrate you. The third factor, the third factor, the source of the supernatural is wrong association. Wrong association. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Amplified Bible classic. It said, Do not be deceived or misled. Evil companionship, communion, and, and associations. Corrupt and depraved good manners and morals and character. In Mark chapter 5 verse 39 and in John chapter 11 verse 29, Mark 5 39, John 11 29, two of these resurrection miracles, Jesus had to change the association around the people. Mark 11 Jairus' daughter, Jesus got there and said, the girl is not dead but alive. And the people were laughing. They don't believe in the miraculous. Jesus chased them out. Because the association has a way of denting the miraculous power of God. Why will the king of kings chase them out? Because that climate will not allow the power of God to flow. You want the supernatural, you are moving with those who don't celebrate miracles. Those who said all those miracles are scam. Those who say, ah, they, you, 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 you believe that God can do this. Ah, you see, your association determines the level of your operation with God. Jesus moved them out. Before Jesus could raise Lazarus from the grave, Bible says in, in John eleven twenty nine, 29, he, he stood still. He did not wait to go and meet Mary. Do you know why? Because Mary was surrounded with those who were weeping. So he knew that if he goes into that atmosphere, that climate of weeping is a climate that will quench faith. So he stood and he, he allowed Mary, Mary had to step out from that weeping environment. He ch she changed that environment and entered into another one. That was what ushered in the miraculous. The banker called me during this week. I believe the banker must have believed in the miraculous. 
their bank want to pick the customer service um, agent worldwide for the week. And he said to me, I want you to please give me a recommendation. I believe that if you give me a recommendation, because he has done something for our church before. So he, want, he decided to leverage on it. So worldwide, even outside of Nigeria, all over the world, they want to pick one star this week. I know, I was challenged because he believed. How can they pick somebody from Agege when the people on the island and out of Nigeria are there? But he just believed. He believed. So I went to their Twitter handle. I mentioned his name and I mentioned what he did for us. I didn't exaggerate and I put it there. That ends the story. He sent me a, um, a message on Friday. You know, I told you I like to read some of those things for me to avoid the, the sin of exaggeration. He said to me, thank you very much, sir. I made the staff of the week this week worldwide. 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 I told you that prophecy is not to make a man of God big. It's to, it's a prophet, no, testimony is prophetic. He's only telling you what God wants to do. Pro testimony is to bring glory to God. If God did it for him, you too. God is singing you out for a miracle. God have no respecter of crowd. He's singling you out for a miracle. Amen. At the beginning of this year, I was telling one of our young guys in church that I see him walking on the island. Walking on the island. I said, we are going to look for a good media school to go. And we, humanly possible, we did everything we could do. It could not happen. Then about three or four weeks ago, I came across an article online. I sent the link to him. I said, feel this. I believe you'll be chosen. And he filled it. Last Sunday after the service, he came to me and said, MasterCard have given me a scholarship to go for, to this academy to go and study. It's an international academy. All expenses paid for. All expenses paid for. So they are giving me some devices, giving me some gadgets, giving me something. We did not call anybody. We don't need to call anybody. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. They cannot be shaken. You have been running elter skelter for so long. Spend time to call upon heaven. Your phone call is not using the result. Start calling upon heaven. Start calling upon God. Start calling upon God. He was so happy. I said, God bless you because you also believe. Because you also believe. How much do we pay them in church? Can we pay? But they believe. I said, I'm not tired you that. Just come and walk in church. Walk in church. Say, God will take you to higher heights. He believed. He came to walk here. And today, his scholarship is there. We did something on Father's Day. So I told one of our fashion designer guys in church, thank God he's here today too. On Father's Day, I said, we are going to, we sew some special outfit. We said, we are going to give it to the, and the, the, the DPO and the, the station officer of the, the station covering our area. So when he was sewing the thing, I said, oh boy, I rejected the initial design. I said, this thing is going to open door for you. So sew it well beyond how much we can pay you in church. Said they will call you. You watch. They will call you. You watch. So he obeyed. So he went out of his way. Did the design very well. On Father's Day, we took it there. We celebrated them. Even till today, the DPO did not even call me to say thank you. But the seed was so. I was here on Tuesday, or during this past week, when the SO of that station called me that, please, that tailor that sold that thing for my organ, we want him now. They want him now. They want him. Let him come now. Let him come now. Let him come now. But what if he has said, Samuel, am I right? 
Yeah. What if he had said, the pastor just wants to use time to do me for one night? You have to believe in the word. Change your association from those who ridicule the word to those who celebrate the word. Some, some of us, when we leave church, we don't associate with the word of God. You, throughout the entire week, you are expecting a miracle from God. Though. And the only association you have is Twitter, Facebook, looking at things that will even make you depressed. You are on Instagram from morning till night. No single message. No sin, you will not even carry the word of God to, to hear. You are and you say, you are not truly ready for a miracle. The miracle you have is that one you have on your Instagram account. Ah, you say you need a miracle. You all do wait. As you are moving from Twitter, you are on Yahoo, you are on Facebook, you are on Instagram. You are just there associating with all the social media. And nah, no supernatural. By the time you finish, you know everything in the world, but nobody knows you. Nobody knows you. Because the one who can advertise you to your generation, you are so far from him. It's only on Sunday that you just pray in the prayer. No. No. Soak yourself in his presence. Soak yourself in his presence. Soak in the message. Soak in the message. It was this week when I think my, they just went to go and fix my TV. So I didn't to tell whether it was good. Sir, I realized that throughout this year, I've not sat down in front of my TV. I'm telling you, sat down in front of a TV throughout this year, I have not. Until date, I have not sat one hour in front of a TV. I don't, it's not because I am poor. My TV is a very, very big TV. I, I mean, because me, I always love very big TV. And it's a smart TV, but I have not sat down for one hour in front. <sighs> Oh, you, you know, you know the world, but the world does not know you. Everything you know. Everything on WhatsApp, you are checking, 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 checking. We send church one, you will not check that one. We will send it, church one is boring. But you see, the one that will tell you how many people they have kidnapped, you know. You know the one that kidnapped at offer. You know the one that kidnapped at expressway. Now to travel is a problem for you because you think they will kidnap you. Why? Fear come by hearing and hearing the wrong news. Yeah. Yeah. Your association determines your reactions. You know? Some of you have watched that film, Tarzan, before. That's why I use it as a, as a background for that, Tarzan. A human being that, was, that had the association of animal began to behave like an animal. Oh! And he shouted, Tarzan! Tarzan Christians. Surrounded by faithless people. How can you have, not have a friend that has talked about the supernatural power of God? You don't have people who are talking about healing. You are not surrounding yourself about people who are talking about, you see, yesterday I prayed for three days and you know, the man knocked on my door and you know, he gave me one million and I said, hey, one of my pastor friends, one of my pastor friends, the one that is coming for GWIC, this man of God, very, this man of pastor also, man a man of fire. As of December, they sold the building that their church was and the man said he wanted to take over the property by force. 
And he called me. But me, I, I have an experience of when they chased us at number 15. Before we came here and before God provided our own place too. So I told him, I said, this thing, anytime you are in a serious trouble like this, it's because God wants to do something new. I said, Pastor John, I said, Pastor, no, so, I mean, I don't know. I, just see, this thing will force you to pray like never before. You will fast like never before. And let me tell you what will happen. When you are fasting and praying like this, it will not be as if God has disappeared. So, but it's a new season. So it, 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 that is why you must have friends. Have spiritual friends. All these gay bono friends has turned you to break a day. If you are your mom, you know what I've said. You, you have graduated from Bebonu to Bekeyi Day. Bekeyi, Bebonu is OND. Bekeyi Day is HND, PhD. PhD. Pastor. Ah. Ah. So he said that thing to me. He said that thing to me. And um, he began to pray. January went. Nothing happened. February. In fact, by April... By April, the man had gone to get um, um, one of these things from one of these agencies in Lagos that they want to demolish the place. He called me again. I said, we were praying. We were praying. Then he called me this past week. Pastor! Do you know what has happened? He said, what has happened? He said, their church just paid 55 million cash for a new building. 55 million naira cash. Cash. December, nothing. <laughs> oh, God. Fifth. I said, no, God, you are not fair. <laughs> After I told him, I said, God, you are not fair. Why do, at least, why would you carry the entire 55 million and go and give him? At least, you know, people said, Roger, me some 10 million. <laughs> what do you know? He tells you what God can do. But what if I do not have that experience? What if we're not friends? What if... Me, he did not relate with somebody that also have gone through that season before. You need faith friends. They are not easy to find. You have to go and look for them. The great Bodu friend in abundance. Faithless friend, carnal friends in abundance. Those who will tell you what they have, what is happening on WhatsApp now, they are in abundance. Go and look for your own faith friends. Friends that will build your faith up in God. When they took 55 million cash, I said, wow. I also said to you, I don't know your own state, but before this year is over, what looks unimaginable, what looks uncomprehensible, incomprehensible, that thing that even looks as though when you say, people say, ah, before December, I stand on this fire altar to prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. My God will come true for you. My God will come true for you. My God will come true for you. In the name of Jesus. Until Tarzan left the animal kingdom, he never behaved like a human being. Now it's time for you to step out. Change your association. Change your... Get the messages. Get messages on healing. We've been preaching on miracles. Get You want miracles? Get all these messages on miracles. Get scriptures on healings. Start soaking them in. Start soaking them in. Start soaking them in. Start soaking them in. 
Listen in your car, in your house. Let the messages play. Let the word of God. You see, you don't need physical friends of some time if there is no one. Look for spiritual. Get all these audio messages. Go and get them. Get them. If you go on um, YouTube, if you search um, Kenneth Egan healing scriptures, you can download it. For those of you, get those. The audio message Kenneth Egan has a healing scripture. He was reading all the scriptures on healing. I, I say, get those messages from Kenneth Egan like that. Healing scriptures of Kenneth Egan. It's an audio message. He, all he was just doing was just read scriptures on healing. Read scriptures on healing. Listen to it. Sleep with it. Wake with it. Demons don't like that. Demons don't like that. Demons don't like that. Get the messages we've been preaching in church. Soak them. You cannot soak all these anointed messages in we've been preaching and you will not see a turnaround. You, you, that you, you will not see what? It's not possible. It's not possible. Today in this healing service, your healing is showing forth. God is giving you a miracle. Some of you have received the first touch. Today, God is giving you a second touch. God is giving you a second touch. The Christianity that does not preach power is a fake Christianity. Without the power of God, how will people know that our God is alive? Without power, they will say that Jesus is not alive. So God loves to give miracles. God loves to show his power. We are having a crusade on Saturday at Adenegy here. I call it Community Miracle Crusade. Community Miracle Crusade. Why? Because the light shines in darkness. And darkness is our season of supernatural. So we are, the power of God is not limited to the four walls of the church. So that's why we are having that community. Because I know that me, I will preach more and pray. The healing power of God, we advertise the name of God. Yeah, that's what we are doing on the street. You will, by the time they come here next week, so there's Sunday, next Sunday is turnaround testimony service. It's a testimony service. You will see testimonies that will begin to show off in this week. Already, a man is, has he not started showing up? No, has he not started showing up? To him that believeth, all things are possible. Now, do you believe that Jesus is going to touch you right now? Do you believe that you are going to receive a miracle right now? I'm about to pray for you. I'm about to pray with you right now. Some of you is healing. Some of you is a miracle. Healing has a lot to do with health. Miracle touches every aspect of your life, including your finances. But one thing I want you to know today, one thing I want you to note today that the same God who is alive yesterday is still alive today. If only you will connect right now with the power of God. Some of you have been healed already. As I was preaching, miracles are taking place. Some of you online, the power of God is just flowing to you. It's 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 flowing to you right now. 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 In this season of the supernatural, your own testimony is the next. In this service, as we pray right now, your testimony is the next. Now we are going to be doing an anointing session right now. What is in the anointing oil? What is in the anointing oil? 
what is in the anointing oil what is in the anointing oil the anointing oil transmits the healing power of god mark chapter 6 verse 13 says and they cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them and healed them james chapter 5 verse 14 is any sick among you let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil and in the name of the lord and the the prayer of it shall save the sick and the lord shall raise him up and if he had committed any sin they shall be forgiven anointing him with oil and the prayer of faith so as you go for this anointing, even if you are in your house you don't need you, say, oh, you need it you can even get any oil in your house right now and if they are in a place that is the oil is totally absent get water i'm just gonna pray all i know is that the healing power of god is going to flow into every life that is anointed What is in the anointing oil? The deliverance, it transmits the deliverance power of God. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So the anointing destroys the yoke of the devil. Every yoke of sickness, yoke of marital challenges, every curse, as you take this anointing oil, whatever has tied you to that curse, by this oil, your deliverance has come. I said, by this oil, your deliverance has come. By this oil, your deliverance has come. As this anointing oil comes upon you today, is your season of deliverance. What is in the anointing oil? Psalm 89 verse 20 says, I have found David my servant. With my only oil have I anointed him. Then it count, number one. With whom my hand shall be established. As you are anointed with oil today, the hand of the Lord is established afresh upon you and all that concerns you in the name of Jesus. Amen. He said, my hand shall be established with him. In other words, no more season of rising and falling. Rising and falling today by this anointing service and by this anointing oil. Your season of rising and falling, rising and falling is over forever in the name of Jesus. Somebody here, when you get anointed today, your fragrance is going to change. Listen, have you ever wondered why Abraham and the rest, they make sacrifice to God? And the Bible said that when they perceive the fragrance, when God perceived this fragrance, he said to Noah, I will not again curse. Jesus was given three gifts, gold, myrrh, and frankincense. 
Frankincense is for sacrifice. In other words, they were telling that he's going to be the perfect sacrifice for the sins of men. Of men. Man is a perfume. When Mary came to wanting to anoint the dead body of Jesus, he did not see the dead body to be anointed. Because when he was born, they've given him mare already. He has been anointed for us. The perfume you carry, favor is a perfume. Favor is a perfume. Naomi told Ruth, said, go and anoint yourself. You have been, not been married for so long. Say, now go and anoint yourself. And go back to Boaz. Boaz have seen Naomi before but did not propose. So you want him to propose, go and anoint. When she was anointed, she went back to the field of Boaz. The anointing attracted the response she needed from Boaz. Boaz said, do, you can go. By tomorrow, this matter is settled. Naomi knew the mystery of the oil. Today, any favor that you need to be attracted to you, any favor that you need in your career, in your business. As you are anointed with this oil today, that favor is coming to you. This anointing today is releasing a new fragrance upon your life. Everywhere you go, heaven will show up. When you appear, doors will open for you. I said, when you appear, doors will open for you. By this oil, your season of frustration becomes over forever. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet with me this morning. Is somebody ready to be touched of the Lord? Is somebody ready to be touched of the Lord? The violent, they get it by force. Now, before I pray for you, before we enter into this prayer mode right now, you are here, you are not born again. Jesus said, we will not give what belongs to the children to dogs. No, we will not do that. We will not do that. We will not do that. You need to become a child of God. Healing and miracles have one end in view. To bring glory to God. To bring you nearer to God. And when you have sin in your life, Satan says, no, you are carrying my baggage. You cannot receive from God. The Pharisees said, we know that God does not hear sinners. We know that God does not hear sinners. So today, before we go into this ministration right now, you want to be born again. You want to receive Jesus Christ into your Lord, into your life as your Lord and Savior. Oh, you used to be a Christian, but you know you have engaged yourself in things that does not glorify God. You can also rededicate yourself to God by praying the prayer of salvation again. By praying that prayer of salvation again. So all eyes bow and all eyes go closed. If you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I just want you, wherever you are, even if you're online or here in person, don't have respect for anybody. This is a matter between you and God. Don't let the devil hinder you from receiving from God. If you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to rededicate your life also to him, just place your right hand on your chest. I want to pray for you. This is a holy moment. This is a, God bless you, I see those hands. Don't let any devil stop you from making a decision from God, for God. Now place those hands on your chest and say this words after me. Say, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for giving me the opportunity 
to be born again. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe with all my heart that Jesus died for my sins. That he was buried and he rose from the grave. Today, Lord Jesus, I open the door of my heart to you. Please come into my life and be my Lord and my personal Savior. Wash away all my sins with your precious blood. Today, I'm a child of God because the blood of Jesus has washed away all my sins. I am born again because I have called upon the name of Jesus. I am saved. I am saved, forgiven, sanctified through Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Now I'm going to pray for you. This is a prayer of faith. Every one of you that prayed that prayer, those of you who rededicated your life to Jesus, and those of you who gave your life to Jesus, still place your hand on your chest. I want to pray for you. Father God, the Bible says, when we humble ourselves before you, you will lift us up. We approach your throne. We humble ourselves. Now, Lord Jesus, I ask that you will usher these newborn babes in Christ. Those who have surrendered and rededicated their life to Christ. You will usher them into their season of promotion. Be lifted up today by the power of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father Lord, I ask that these ones now will become rooted and established in your kingdom. They will be a terror to the devil all their days. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you that you will bring forth great fruit for God. Through you, many will come to the knowledge of God. A year from now, you will still remain standing to the glory of God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. We have prayed. Shout a louder amen. amen. Now, if you pray that prayer, there's a card that is being given to you now. Now, let me tell you the essence of that card. After the service, we have a small reception for all of you who just gave your life to Christ. It's a small token, a gift 